This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 15th, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. We're supposed to get upset when the trade deficit rises. After all, it's wealth leaving the United States, right? And so the argument goes, a big trade deficit is a drag on growth. Dan Griswold, director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies and author of the new paper, The Trade Balance Creed, says those claims about growth and trade deficits have the facts almost exactly backwards. It's almost like a creed that goes unquestioned. Uh, This was just in the Associated Press this week when the new trade numbers came out. Growth slows when imports outpace exports because more jobs go to foreign workers. It not, not attributed or anything. It's just there. Rising trade deficits are bad for growth. They're a drag for growth. In the Keynesian mindset, it's a leakage of demand abroad. And, and what I've tried to do in this new Cato paper is challenge that on two grounds, in theory uh, and, and in practice. And, and in theory, it doesn't hold up uh, because it's just not true that every item we import is one less that we make. We import lots of stuff that we don't even make here. Uh, imports tend to complement U.S. production. Uh, raw materials, intermediate inputs, machinery come in and actually make us more productive. But even in the Keynesian framework, uh, when we buy exports, those dollars don't go abroad and then evaporate or end up in a cookie jar under somebody's mattress. They flow back. If they don't flow back to buy U.S. goods and services, well, we run a trade deficit, but they come back to buy our assets. Uh, and in that sense, when you look at our, our cosmic trade balance with the world, and I do that in the paper. And basically, in a typical year, we will spend about $4 trillion on stuff abroad, good services and assets, U.S. investment in, in assets abroad, real estate, stocks, uh, foreign bonds. Foreigners spend about $4 trillion on U.S. stuff. In fact, it balances pretty much uh, to the dollar. So our grand trade balance is zero. There is no leakage we have to get over this obsession with the, the trade deficit. And part of that concern, at least in the, in the 1980s, was this idea that uh, Japan was coming over here and buying up uh, things, and now it's we're sending all of our wealth to China, we're sending all of our wealth to Saudi Arabia, and, and this, it's, hard to get at, it's hard to get beyond that. Well, one thing is, what is wealth? Uh, is is wealth the dollars or is wealth the things you buy with dollars? Uh, so yes, there's lots of dollars flowing out of the U.S. to buy these things, but what's flowing in? Cars, big screen TVs, uh, useful services, uh, <clears throat> and not to mention assets. That's what's missing, the trade in, in assets. So uh, dollars flow out, but we're acquiring assets uh, abroad. Uh, and these are all these are all good things. So we we just need to get over this myopic obsession with with exports, and with exports over imports as though it's some sort of scorecard as to who's winning in trade. It's not trade by definition is circular. Transactions don't happen unless you're getting something of value. Sometimes we trade our goods and services for other people's assets. Sometimes vice versa. The bottom line is our trade accounts balance. You mentioned the Associated Press story that was offered without attribution a claim about imports and GDP growth, what do the data say? Well, yeah, I, part of the paper is I went back and actually checked, uh, looked at the last 30 years when we've had uh, various periods. Uh, we've had uh, about five identifiable periods in the last 30 years of rising trade deficits as a share of GDP. 
We've had three episodes of declining trade deficits as a share of GDP, sometimes over several years. Uh, And I looked at the performance of the U.S. economy. Now, if the conventional wisdom is right, uh, those periods when we have rising trade deficits, we should see slowing growth and the jobs going overseas. In fact, the record is just the opposite. Uh, During those periods in the last 30 years when we've had rising, sustained rising trade deficits, the U.S. economy has actually grown more than three times faster than those periods when we've had contracting trade deficits and slowing uh, import growth. Manufacturing has grown robustly, over 5% during periods of rising trade deficits. It's contracted uh, during those periods of uh, shrinking deficits and slowing imports. The same story for jobs. Uh, Employment has grown a healthy 1.4% a year during those periods when trade deficits and imports have been rising as a share of GDP. Uh, It's actually been uh, pretty much nil, zero job growth during those periods when uh, trade deficits have been shrinking. And the the unemployment rate declines when the trade deficit is expanding. It it goes up uh, a painful full one percentage point uh, during those periods when it's contracting. And one reason is when you look back, Uh, On periods when the trade deficit has been contracting, those are periods when the economy has been in recession. Uh, And the cause isn't from the trade deficit to the economy. We don't have a booming economy because the trade deficit is growing. No, the trade deficit tends to grow during periods of economic expansion. That's when our demand for imports goes up. Uh, We attract more foreign investment. Uh, So the, the conventional wisdom is wrong in theory. Uh, it's sort of wetting bad Keynesian thinking with bad mercantilist thinking into a toxic mix. Uh, and it's wrong in theory. The U.S. economy does quite well, thank you, uh, during periods when the trade deficit is rising. Dan Griswold is author of the new Cato paper, The Trade Balance Creed, and author of the book, Mad About Trade. You can get your copy of both at Cato.org.